What a great, great, um, what a great time we have here. What a great uh, opportunity we have uh, uh, every first day of the week to worship him. Amen. And, um, you know, this is life. This is real life. And um, I've been thinking a lot about um, what we have been learning uh, these last months and almost... Uh, almost from the beginning of this church. And um, if by this time, uh, you don't see we're in a different kind of community, you know, something's wrong. Uh, here, South City, is not, uh, you know, it's not average, it's not common. You know, we're in a different kind of group. And, um, but, you know, it, it shouldn't be different. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad to be here this morning and appreciate Pastor Drew to give me the opportunity to speak. Uh, what, a, what a great blessing, what a great privilege is to worship our God and to uh, call him our Father. What a great privilege is for us to, that he, he calls us our, his sons. Um, sometimes we pass that, uh, we take that for granted. So we're glad to be here, and we're glad if you're watching us um, online, through online. And so um, Ephesians 3.11, uh, woo, you know, he went somewhere. I think the devil moved me the verse. <laughs> you know, sometimes we, we, we say the devil do this, the devil do that, and he's like, I didn't, you know, I didn't do it, you know. We blame him for everything, and he's like, you know, my hands are clean. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll go to that, um, we'll go to that verse. Um, what, what we'll say, what... <clears throat> What will happen if we, we find out that really the Bible and sharing life in, in a community is not only, it's not, it's not something that people will call religion. What if we find out that really this was, that this is part of, of of experience life as humans. And I wanted to, I wanted to talk today, this morning, and, um, about that, because, um, but I wanted to, to talk and focus from a uh, human perspective. Uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna see examples, and we're gonna hear some uh, thinkers and some philosophers, and, and, um, we hopefully will find out that um, we even as humans realize how much we need what the Bible is telling us to do. Life in society, life in a culture, in a community is experiencing personal relationships. And in groups where interaction and communication can shape the lives of the members, you know, small societies. Small communities. And again, I'm going to start from several philosophical and, and social premises first. And although the Bible has already expressed that for thousands of years before, I'd like to focus today on what the human being entails. You know, we have been created to live. Um, but how? And with who? Um, I would like for you to travel with me this morning and, and to think and to analyze what kind of culture me and you and we are living, what we are allowing to influence our way of acting, thinking, um, transmitting and receiving values. Sadly, we live in a shallow society. As Americans, we are very good to talk about material things, but we are very bad to socialize 
and to talk about emotions. Alistair McIntyre, a famous philosopher, says, we, have the, we know and we have the ancient concepts of moral, virtuous, honesty, and goodness. We know those and we have them. But we no longer have a system to connect them with our lives and to connect them with others. Aristotle says, the human being is a social being by nature. And the insocial, and these are his words, I'm quoting him, is not a human. Society is by, is by nature necessary for an individual. And the one who cannot live in a certain society or things that he does not need, a community or a society for his own sufficiency, is not a member of, say, that society, but is and the, I'm, I'm quoting him, it's either an animal or is a god. That's what Aristotle says. In order to satisfy physical and spiritual demands, mankind needs to live in society. Science rational and individual man is not self-sufficient, requires the help and protection of others of his species, forming what we call communities. And again, I'm not starting with scripture this morning. Because, you know, what we call here church and discipleship, we were visiting with Brother Esteban this week, a friend of him. And um, how, how, how misunderstood those words have become, you know. You mentioned church. And, and you know, people get even mad with you. You... You mentioned discipleship, and instead of get closer, we, you know, we're like, oh, no, no, I, I'm not ready for commitment. You know, I'm fine here. And it's not really what we think it is. I want you to today to just clean your mind about what you have think and others have said about those words, church and discipleship, because it is not what the people outside and maybe some of us here think it is. It is essential for your development as a human being to have relationship with each other in small groups. And this is not from the Bible. This is from sociologists. This is from philosophers. It is essential. If you are human, how many humans are this morning here? Are you human? Raise your hand. The ones who are not, be careful, you know. Maybe aliens, right? The Bible says we're strangers and aliens, right? Um, but we are all humans, amen? So a natural human needs interaction. A natural, regular human who is healthy and, and, and wants, you know, and, 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 and not, not even if he wants to or needs to, just a natural human. And if he doesn't do that, he will die or he's not a human, you know? Um, an isolated man cannot develop as a person. And from there, they need to group together instead of isolating ourselves. The consang consanguineous family, you know, or, or closer family, father, mother, sons. And I, I don't know how this is going to sound, but it's not enough. It's, it's part of our development as human beings, but it's not enough, you know. Because we don't, we don't only socialize with only our family and that's it, right? Um, it's not enough to satisfy all the development needs for, of human beings. So humans look for others naturally to live in society, in community. It used to be called the tribes. Then became villages, communities. And then later they grew up and became cities. Um, I was reading an article about what was the behavior of a human being in a tribe. And he says, since ancient times, human beings was grouped into castes or tribes. The influence of the group is decisive, is decisive and defines the attitudes of the individual. The fact that the human being lived in a certain tribe altered many things in his life. Development, habits. Custom, norms, 
He will adopt and change by either conviction or by imitation, others by obligation sometimes, others by necessity, and others without even seeking to change, but because of the influence of the group, because of the influence of the tribe, the group, the tribe will be the source of inspiration, the source of live of life in a tribe, a human being found the protection he needs to survive. You know, how many of you have ever watched uh, the Flintstones, for example? Well, even a caveman, and this is not a Geico, you know, <laughs> even a cane man, you know, was needed to live in a simple society. Um, even a caveman can do it, you know. And, um, but in our time, we don't understand that. Because living in a, in a tribe was the, was the protection humans was needed to survive. Out of that, they'll die. And, you know, I don't want to talk about the implications in, in that period of time about don't being part of a group that you were hunting and care for each other, you know, just simple basics, human needs, simple. Um, some benefits of, of a human being when we live in a certain community or society. Living in a certain society or community give us language. You and if you, you know, I hope you, you can research more of this and, and maybe read more, but it's so interesting. You know, you got your language because of the society you are part of. Without that, you're not going to have a language. And we'll see a, a, a sad example, but there are examples of it. So living in a certain community or society will give us language. The group in which we decide to socialize influence and determines the kind of expression we have. You know... The Bible tells us in the New Testament in 1 Corinthians 15, 33 and 34. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. So the, the, the people we hang out influence the way we speak. But not, not even that in the development. You know, from, from when you're born, the group you are will give you the kind of language you speak. Um... Be surrounded by a certain community will give you a certain way to speak. If you are part of a spiritual community, naturally, without force yourself, naturally you will speak certain kind of language. You're not going to have to think about it. You don't have to decide about it. It will be natural in you. Um... So when we learn the language, when we learn the language of a society, we're, we, we, can, we have expression. And expression, language is, is, you know, expression has different parts. Language is one of them, but it is not an end in itself to know a language, you know, if it's not a spoken. Um, you know, somebody can say the question, um, if... Uh, you know, if a rock fell in the forest where there's nobody, did it make any sound? It's for you to, it's homework for you. You know, if there was nobody to listen, did it, did it make sound? Yes or no? I don't know. But, you know, if we have a language, we'll have expression. We'll, 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 we'll have to use it, you know. Um... So, therefore, it's a natural result of living in a community, in a society, in a certain culture. You have the benefit of have a language, but also it will give you expression. Because language is not only, you know, I can, I can learn a language and not be able to express clearly, like maybe I am a little in English, you know. You know, <laughs> I appreciate so much Brother Darrell this morning, you know, singing those songs, you know. It feels so awesome. I, I'm sorry, you know. It feels awesome to hear something in your own language, you know. 
When he was singing in Spanish, I was envisioning, man, how awesome we'll be. And everything was in Spanish, right? <laughs> I was just dreaming, you know, one day. But, but it's something I cannot explain, you know. Um, and um, being part of a community will give you a language and also give you expression. Because you can express your language in a wrong way. Uh, Acts 4.13 says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, you know, they, they, not, they didn't have that some certain kind of language, uneducated, common men, they were astonished. And they recognized that they had been with a certain community, with a certain special society. They were born you know, as fishermen, uneducated, common men. But they, they were being transformed. And, and these guys who were highly intellectuals, they're like, wow. These people is speaking a different kind of language. These people is, you know, how, you know, they, they didn't have any education And, and, and it's amazing, really, when we see Scripture, not only, well, you know, it, it is a spiritual book, and it changed your life, but also when we see how the Bible really confirms, uh, a, you know, philosophy and sociology, and, and um, you know, it should be easy, <laughs> but were we so hard-headed? I, I hope that, that word is not too tough. Um, it should be easy because it's for our own benefit. You know, every time we go to the mechanic uh, and he doesn't know how to fix the car, he'll go to AutoZone and he'll buy a manual. And everything he has to know about that car, it will be in that manual. And he will look the book. Several times I have been with uh, mechanic Hispanic guys. So let me go to AutoZone, I'll buy the book, and I'll be back, you know. Oh, they look, well, now you can do it on, on your cell phone, but, oh, this is it, you know, and this is it. And, and it's not going to be like, well, you know, it says this, but I feel maybe it's another way, right? Uh, the book says this, but, you know, I kind of feel, I don't, I don't feel, you know, maybe my feelings, my mind is telling me something different, right? A mechanic will do that? No. Why? Because, you know, he, he will obey, he will follow, because that is, 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 is written by the manufacturer. It's, it was written by the ones who, who create that vehicle, and they know exactly what they're talking about. And that, that's the Bible. And we read it, and we come, and we're like, uh, you know, I don't know what the pastor is. I, I don't know. You know, I, I think about it, you know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. You know, I, I'm too busy um, wasting my life because it, it is. And I hope today, as we look at all these human examples, we'll get to the conclusion that, you know, even, even people who don't believe in Christ, even people who don't have, you know, any belief, will tell us, hey, humans need to be part of our community. It, that will make you human. Um, so when, you have, when you're part of a community, you'll have a language, you'll have expression. Being part of a community will give you language and expression in a culture. You also develop communication. Because you can talk. I can talk right now, blah, blah, blah. And you're thinking like, ah, did, did I, you know, did I, did, did I turn off the stove? And you're like, oh, let me see how many limes have the roof. One, two, three, four, you know. Oh, look, the lamps. One, two, three, four. And your mind is, I don't know, in space, right? Amen. You're here or you're somewhere, right? Yes, just Miss Laura is here. Everybody else is dreaming or, you know. If we're here and we're not attentive and thinking about how we can change, we're wasting two hours. 
in two hours weekly, right? That's, 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 just think about it. Go to a place and sit for two hours, that's community, right? That will be what sociologists and Aristotle will tell us. Yes, you're right. You're living in a community, right? Amen, right? That's what we think this community is about. We're going to go to a place and we'll hear somebody. And, man, I'm part. And I'll go out and I forget about it. And I'll transfer, I will, I'll, I'll go to where my real community is. And I'll forget about this, you know, lecture. Uh, and it is not, but we think it is like that. Language and expression will give you communication. Before, because for communication, it should be somebody who is talking, and it's somebody who is listening, and also, you know, it has to be, a response is no communication. I'm talking right now, and I don't know if some of you are praying with God because your eyes are closed, you know. Such a spiritual group, right? <laughs> I always say this joke. Some of you are, I don't know if you're calling me because your head is like, you know, come. Are you calling Jesus or are you calling me or what? You know, come, Jesus, come, you know. But, uh, <laughs> But communicate, so being part of a community will give you communication. You'll speak, they will respond. And that also promotes knowledge. Why? Because when you're talking, you have to think, right? You cannot just only speak like Charlie Brown teacher, right? How many, do you know that kind of language? And you say it, we have some bilingual people here, blah, 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 blah. Right? Communication will, will, will push you to think. To, it will promote knowledge. Proverbs 1.4 says, to give subtly, to give subtlety, subtly, you know, I have communication problems, to the simple, sub, subtly, subtlety, thank you, brother. You know, my, my tongue gift is gone some, sometimes, you know. To give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. It says to give subtlety to the simple. That word simple. And he says several times in the book of Proverbs, talk about simple people. So who is a simple? You know, somebody who lacks wisdom. Someone who thinks that he does need to be part of anything. You know, I don't have to. Someone who thinks then he can be for everything, for everyone. If you think you can be for everything, you are really for nothing. You can't. You have to decide this morning. And again, I'm, I'm just touching scripture. I'm just, I'm just coming from a philosophical human standpoint. And I, you know, to maybe see if. If maybe as a group we can understand that even other humans are telling us the same thing than the pastor preaches Sunday after Sunday. So, are you a simple person? Are you the one who thinks that he doesn't have to be part of anything? You're wasting your life. You're losing the best, the best. You're, you're uh, you know, again, I, I don't know if you're even human. Because natural, regular humans are part of communities or societies. Maybe you are part of a community, but just not the right community. Maybe you're hanging out and spending time with people, but not the right people. Uh, so, socialization is the process of sharing, learning, and integrating, integrating and living together in a specific group or community. Socialization has two parts, voluntary and involuntary. The involuntary part is the baby who is born without the power to choose. The place, the culture, and the social values that will given to him, he cannot choose it because, you know, he's born into those. It is the first place where you have stimulus 
due to the society surrounding or the community of people around the baby. That's involuntary. You can't choose that. But the voluntary uh, society is the one of the adult, the one who bases on his will and capacity as human being and decides to choose a social group which will he identifies and decides to invest and spend as much time as possible. Just very simple, because he likes it. You have to take a choice today and understand that being part of a community, it will affect you, it will influence you, it will make you different. If you are not part of certain community, you know, you are, you are not, if you don't see the effects of being part of a spiritual community, you're really not part of it. Um, so an adult will choose being part of something because he likes it, because he agrees, because maybe, just maybe, based on his own analysis, study, and even criticism, this individual, this uh, have come to realize that is the way of life that suits suit him best. And even, being even more than maybe can be a way of life that will benefit everybody. Can you imagine how awesome it will be if we find out something like that? What about if we found a group of people? I'm getting out of camera. It's okay. What about if we found a group of people that can help and bless the whole world? What about it? What we'll do with that? Man, it will be so awesome, right? What about if, if we, um, you know, if we find out a, a certain group of people and certain way of life that, that will change miraculously uh, families, couples, will resolve issues and, and it will bless and change. What about it? What if we found something like that? Oh, my gosh. It will be like win the lottery for society. What about if we find something like that? Hmm. It will be so awesome. This may be will or can be the way of life that will best suit everyone. And if you know it, it will be great for others to know it. You know, when we see examples of Jesus... And again, looking looking the Bible in a in a social way, every time people have a, a experience with Jesus, he'll send them to their former society. For example, in Mark five nineteen, he says, and he did not allow him because this uh, guy who was possessed by demons, you know, in a cemetery, you know, you remember that story, right? Then he was, they would put chains on him. He was like, oh, you know, I'm Hulk. You know, I, I, it would be so creepy to see that image, right? You know, this guy, long hair, you know, and he was all day in a cemetery, right? Um, and they'll try to put ropes and chains and he'll break it. So he, he you know, Jesus, speak to that person and he changed. And he wanted to follow him. And he says, go home to your friends. Go home to your friends. And tell them how much the Lord has done for you. Go home and tell the society, the community that you were part of it, which is lost, which, which has something that you cannot get as a, as a regular human person. Go back and tell them that there's something else. Tell them it's something different. It's a special kind of community, a special kind of society. You know, and Jesus said, I'm here. And this is happening. When Jesus was spoke to the Samaritan lady, he says uh, in John 4, 39, many Samaritans from that town believe of him. Because of the woman's testimony, he told, and, and she says, he told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them. And he stayed where 
stayed there two days, and many more believed because of his, of his word from him. They say to the woman, it is no longer because of what you say that we believe, because we have heard for ourselves. You know, every human person has to take their own choices. And I'm not getting into, you know, I'm not getting into total depravity and all that thing, you know. I want it to be simple. So when I say choices, you know, but really this is what they say there. They say, they say to the woman, you know, you speak us the word, we have heard it and we, take, we have taken a choice. We have decided to believe then it's a special kind of community or society. And it's no longer what you say that we believe, but we have heard of ourselves. And we know that he's indeed the Savior of the world. What a statement. Wow. From people who were treated like dogs. Samaritans equal dogs. You know, they, 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 if we have Samaritans this morning, we don't let them enter into this building. If this was a temple, a Jewish temple. They're not allowed to enter because they were a mixed race. They're not worthy. You know, I'm thinking a lot, what were the implications and issues? So first, Jesus is speaking to a Samaritan woman. First, another implication, this woman go back and speak to guys about this. Totally against their culture and the ways. Totally, it's crazy. Crazy. Um, you know, what will be the issue of Samaritans expressing, hey, we're, we believe what a Jew guy is telling us. Because they hate each other. But now these guys are telling, hey, this guy is the real deal. You know, this, this Jewish guy is the savior of the world. I don't know if I have I ever heard that from, from Jewish, you know, but these other ones who were treated like dogs, they're like, this is it, you know. They get it. They find out, my dear brothers and sisters, and it is, and, and let me tell you a secret, and, you know, it's a secret. I hope we can stay here in this room. And, well, maybe the ones who are watching, you know, <laughs> And, and the ones who are in Facebook, yes, but it's a secret, you know. This, this, that kind of community really exists. That different, special, uh, you know, I, 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 can, I don't want to use the word perfect, but this real um, community who was developed by the manufacturer, really exists. Um, all these implications about the Samaritans, they were implied social change on a full scale. This was a mess. All this was a mess. Jesus talking to a woman and was a Samaritan. Then she goes and talks to guys. Then the guy says, I believe in a Jewish guy. All this was a total mess. Against their normal community and society. It was such a mess. But that's what Jesus is, my brothers and sisters. It's, it's, he's different. He's life. He is something different. And you cannot say, you cannot say that you're part of this community if you're just the same. The Bible says the one who is in Christ is a new creature. It's a different kind of person. He continued to be, you know, it's, it's kind of a person still, but it's different. What it means to be part of a different community? Well, being part of a specific community, what it means to be part? What it means to be part of a different community? Well, being part of a specific community means... That not only means not only learning the norms. Okay, okay, uh, okay, Jesus, I'll learn. I have to do this, ta 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 ta, ta and I don't have to do this, ta 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 ta. Great, I'm part. No, you'll fail the test. How many, how much time, how much test do you fail when you were applying for a driver's license? 
Maybe some of the ladies study and, you know, they won the first time, but most of everybody, you know, several times. But you'll fail this test, this community test, if you will think that it's only about, okay, give me knowledge. I want knowledge. I want to learn. Give me books. I read a, a post in Facebook last week of somebody, and, and I hope I'm not offending anybody. Oh, last year I read 24 books. Please tell me which books you recommend me this year to learn, right? That's the society. There is nothing wrong with it if you're, living in, 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 if you're living all that. But if you just want to learn and knowledge just because, you know, you'll fail the test of Jesus' community. Rules and practice, but also integrating into your own person that you not only know what a certain group believes, but you'll be part. Of that culture. When you choose a certain community and become real part of it, you share it. You tell others about your lifestyle. When you see other human beings, you share them and you show them the benefits of the group to which you belong. Because you choose it. I hope you're not here because of, because of just because of uh, you don't have any, any other better place to be. Because I, I want to be in my bed, right? It's raining, you know. Sunday in the bed is telling you, don't go, don't go, you're okay. And you're like, no, man, I'm going to fight. My spirit is fighting, right? And um, you want to be a participant. You really want to live and enjoy the benefits or belonging to this special kind of group. If you're not living the benefits of being part of a special community, so, you know, I don't know. It's an issue. I hope you understand what we're talking about. Um, Ephesians 4.11 says, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets. That was the verse we we're going to read. I didn't forget. Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip his people to equip, to equip you. If you are part of this community, Jesus is telling the creator, the master, he wants you not only to come and sit. He wants you to equip you. For what? Oh, I love this scripture because it says he wants you to equip you, um, equip his people for works of service. Oh, if we understood that, that's it. Let's go home. I'm hungry. Restaurant is calling my belly. He wants to equip his people for works, works of service. That's it. That's it. Uh, you know, uh, why I have to explain this more? Why we have been in church how long? How many sermons have you ever heard? I grew up in church. Thousands? I don't know. Thousands. And, and we still don't get it. So that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then, then we will be no longer, we will no longer be infants. You know, how is the attitude of a child, of an infant, if, like if he, gets, if he fights with another kid? Oh, mom, don't tell me again. Don't take me back to, you know, don't tell me back to Peter home because he fights me. He don't like me. Okay, my boy, I'm not going to take you to his house again. You know, I'm not going to go there again because they, they make faces on me. Right? They, they, they don't look me right. Do we don't say that about churches today. He don't want us to be infants. Toasted back and forth by the waves. And blown here and there by every wind of teaching. Oh, pastor, I wanted to ask you something because, you know, I heard the other day, I, I saw a video on Facebook. And, I, you know, it, it sounds the truth. And I don't know how many times Pastor Drew had people, you know. You know, like, oh, brother, uh, uh, here, you know, uh, 
this guy who, you know, I, I think what he says is true. You know, I, I don't know if it's from the Bible, but it sounds so true because I'm watching it on Facebook, right? Watching it on social media. And we think now that everything that we watch on our phones is true. Please be careful. Please, we, we have to quit being infants. Toasted back and forth by the waves. You know? Um, I don't know if I shared this to you. But when uh, Spain was conquered or, you know, Mexico and Central America, they say, they, you know, they told this to the priest. You know, the, the Spain soldiers say this. They don't teach them to read. Don't teach them. Don't give them knowledge. Because when you give them knowledge... They'll cause us troubles. They will want it to be free. So the rule in Central, South, Mexico, all Latin America was don't teach the Indians how to read, how to write. Because when somebody, you know, these soldiers who don't know nothing were more, you know, <laughs> they would know these truths more, better than us. They would say, don't, don't, don't teach them how to write and how to, re how to read. Because when you teach that to persons, then, then they, they want it to be free. But we will, we will, they will be easy to handle, you know, if they don't mature. You know, if they don't grow. If they know, they know how to. You are easy to handle by others. You are deceived by others when you don't mature in a certain way. You don't stay when you don't grow. And, and also not only learn, but when you don't develop. You leave this church and you go to another one. And you'll stay there a couple of years. And then you move to another one. And then you move to another one. And that's so harmful for the body of Christ. I'm going to... I'm not going to finish, read that verse. You have to socialize deeply. Well, we have so much to say. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, 31, I even show you a more excellent way. This is what, what we're talking. No, and I'm not, this is not, I hope you're not saying like, oh, Brother Elby saying it's, it's awesome, you know. And, and, I, and I think that's true because we have heard that for years here. Um, Charles Darwin said, any individual endowed with good health and who is part of a group or community, finally achieves an acceptable level of intellectual development that allows him to integrate into society, playing an appropriate personal and family role. God says it is not good for man to be alone. Jesus broke into the way of life and created a form of society, a different culture. I'm going to read all these that I have. John 14 Thomas, you know, or doubtful Thomas, asked Jesus, Lord, where, where are you going? You said you're leaving? Why are you leaving us? So Jesus says these awesome words, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And he says, if you know me, you, have, you know the Father. Philip asked again, oh, but Lord, show us the Father. Because it's not enough for us. Oh, I'm just imagining Jesus, you know. <laughs> oh, my dear Philip, you know. Oh, give him a, you know. Um, had I been with you so long and you still don't know, don't get it? How, how long you have been in, in, how long you have been attending and still don't get it? How long you have been attending but don't be in part? How long? How long and you still don't get it? Um, because the community we are, it will change your life and it will change the life of others. The reason I serve Jesus Christ is because I see that weekly. How the Lord changed lives of people. And it's amazing. And if you haven't seen that, my brother, you, you're, you know, you're missing the best parts of living this kind of life. Um, 
Jesus says to Philip, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me, he will also do the works that I do. What's the problem here? And I'm done. And I'm not lying. You know, it's not the best lies of a preacher. And to conclusion, Philip, who has spent a lot of time with Jesus, still had understood the same Jesus tell him so long, he has been with me and you still don't get it. What element is missing? Jesus said in verse 12, if you believe in me, you'll do the works that I do. What I believe he was missing is that Philip and most of the disciples lack not, not knowledge, but the transmission of knowledge to others. You notice that until they begin to share their faith and with others, they will really understand. Jesus was no longer there. When Jesus was there, they were a mess. They have the intellectual knowledge, but they were a mess, you know. Peter denied him. Philip asking dumb questions all the time, you know. These other two brothers fighting. Oh, who's going to sit right next to Jesus, right? Oh, they were like, blah, 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 you know. So the master goes away. And they're like, okay, let's start saying. Let's start saying what Jesus, you know, they didn't, they didn't believe it. Because when Jesus died, they're all scattered, you know. But let me tell you this from a human, um, and this word is so hard. In Spanish, it's pedagogia, pedag pedagogy. Pedagogy, I don't know what, how that's pronounced, is the sign that deals with the art of learning. If you're a teacher and you want to go deep in teaching, you know, you study this to, to, to go to the deepest and how, you know, to teach to others really. And emphatically tell us that a person has not fully learned a concept until he shares or tries to explain with others. Therapists and psychologists express that the main key to obtain therapeutic change is on the expressions of feelings, achievements, and mistakes. You know, I'm saving you hundreds of dollars right now. Put it in the offering. Put it in the bank box right there. Because when you go, when you go to a therapist, okay, the guy sit, you know, okay, uh, you know, he sit behind you, uh, tell me, what's wrong? And you start just talking, you know, oh, uh, you know, doctor, so and so, I'm having this issue, ta, 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 hours, you know, you don't know if the psychologist is maybe sleeping, you know, no, okay, we're done an hour, $500. Oh, oh, a doctor, I, I, I'm healed. I feel better. Thank you so much. You know, because the key of this is the, is the expression. Uh, Sigmund Freud in 1913 says, he concluded that healthy therapeutic communication was essential for successful therapy. According to his latest findings, the communication alliance or the link between therapist and patient is the most important factor in determining whether or not treatment will be successful regardless of the type of therapy used. So if it was not good communication, if it was not expression. Discipleship is not therapy, but in discipleship, the most basic foundations of human health are met. Expression are an interaction. I'm telling you, I'm saving you hundreds of dollars. Totally contrary to the society in which we live today. You heal externally when you go to the doctor and says, doctor, my, 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 my arm hurts. I want to say my, my hand, but this is not the hand, right? My, my arm hurts, and, and give me something. Give me a cream. Okay, you put the cream, and you'll be healed. Um, you heal internally when you express your emotions to God and other individuals in the community, in the society. Let me say that again so you chew it. You heal internally. When you express your emotions. And I have, I can, I can cite you a lot of proverbs and verses in scripture who says about it. When you express your emotions to God first, you don't ask forgiveness to other guys. But as humans means, you have to. If you don't express your feelings to the right person, you will, you will say it to the wrong person. You need, you need being part of a, of a small group, of a society. We call it here triads, you know. You, you need. 
You need for your own health. You don't know, you know why you, you cannot sleep at night thinking about things? You know why you may have a lot of material things, nice house, nice car, but you still don't have peace in your heart? Because you don't, you, don't you don't have a support group. Because you're not part of a small group who is expressing, and you're not expressing. And guys, it's so hard, right? It's like those meetings of, uh, of uh, you know, AA, you know, when, when they want to quit drinking. Okay, who are you, you know? You have to say, my name is Peter, and I'm an alcoholic. But just say that. It takes a lot for some guys, you know. I am. I wanted to say it. And I'm going to say it. I'm not going to admit it, right? Um, in healthy biblical relationships, there are two avenues of communication. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another one. Proverbs 27, 17. You receive. First, you have to receive. You learn, you listen, you assimilate your experience. Uh, you confess and you grow. Therefore, confess your sins to one another. James. So this is, not, this is not my comments. Confess your sins to one another. You need to be part. You need to. Why? And, and you know, again, uh, you know, aside Sigmund Freud and aside other psychologists, James, this psychologist James, <laughs> he's telling us, you know, he's, try, he's trying to save us money. Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Because expression heals you. You have to, my brothers and sisters, please, ladies, you have to express your anxieties with other ladies. That will heal you. You'll forgive, my dear sister, things that have happened to you in your life. When you have close and good uh, other ladies, part of your community who love you, and you can have the trust to express, you will be healed. You will be healed and your life is going to change. First John 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and, and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us. He'll forgive us, but he also, you know, it, it sounds like the same. He says he will forgive us, but also he says here, Cleans us. You know, I, I, I understood that he will, he, will, he will forgive us for his relationship, but he will cleanse us to have healthy relationship with others. So it's a, it's a win-win here when we open our mouths and we're part of a support group. So you receive and then you give. You have to give. You care, you share, you interact, you teach, you grow even more. Uh, Hebrews uh, 10, 24, and let's consider one another to provoke unto love and good works. In everything I showed you, Acts 20, 25, that in this way, by working, you should help the weak. And remember the words of the Lord uh, Jesus who said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is not totally learning until you start sharing what you receive. How, how many years you have been in church and you haven't said a word to anybody? I don't know if you have really get that knowledge. Um, you know, how does experience and interacting in a community or society compare to listening to just, just attending a weekly thing? And it's part, I don't know, maybe 15%, 20 maybe, maybe 25, I don't know. It's part, but it's nothing. But in our society, this is church and that's it. And this is not, this is not what these sociologists and these philosophers are saying. And I'm not quoting God, you know. <laughs> if God, who knows everything, knew that we were going to have conflicts in groups, why he want us to develop individuals? Why, why he don't say like, okay, do it yourself. We'll be easier. We'll be less troublesome. We'll be more productive. Jesus who created us knows that we need others. We're social beings. Discipleship is life changing through interaction and relationship. Joshua 24, 15. So the goal for today is for you to decide. Joshua 24, 15 says, And if it's evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day. 
whom you will serve. You have to choose. Another, the NIV says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself. This bad society has lied to you, thinking that by putting you in the center and focusing on himself, you will be solved all your problems and you'll live happily. But this society has failed us. The current social mentality has failed us. Otherwise, we will live in a happy society. But we are in one of the richest countries in the world with more comforts and luxuries and with, and with more focus on individualism. And as a society, more and more atrocious events occur every week than they do not occur in other societies with fewer resources but less centered on self. God invented this called discipleship and church, which is really the transmission of life and experience of life in a community. Triads and city groups are the expression and desire that God had to you to be a whole human being. Without this, you're not living totally. You are not living totally. Are you part of a city group? So when you hear these words, you know, it doesn't mean what you have think all this time. Oh, there's another church. Want us to do small groups. You know, I'm kind of tired of small groups, you know. Because, you know, I, I just don't like it. <laughs> it's your only choice, my brother. If, if, and if, if you don't like it, you're an alien. Maybe you glow at night. But that's the natural way for a human being to, to develop, to relate. Do you have a triad? And if not, why? Why you are against some of your most natural, these are some of your most natural ways of develop as a human person. You need that. If not, you're not being developed. Doesn't matter how much you learn. The interaction, he'll give you, I mentioned, he'll give you language, he'll give you expression, he'll give you communication. You don't have a real language until you're part of a real community. So I want to invite you today. Do you want to be part? Do you really want to be part of some crazy community? You know, this guy, this young guy came 2,000 years ago and break and broke um, what it was the normal way of living. And... Um, he wants us to be part of something special. He not only wants us to learn, but he wants us to live. Joshua says, you have to choose. You have to choose. It's not only come on Sundays and, and, and here. But it's to be part. It's to participate. You should have, if you understood these truths, you should have, you should have emailed somebody and asked this week, hey, you know, when you're part of a community, you also find your place. Because you're enjoying this so much. You know, you, you want to participate. We're not only hearers, we're doers. So, um, Jesus is, is invite us to something different. The American society is against it. Because we're about individualism. We're like, you know... Let me be in my own bubble. Totally against humanity. So this is a wicked. It's, it's not a real representation of a normal society. And it's harm you. Your life. Your family. And we have to do something. So Joshua is asking us what we're going to do today. Let's 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 pray this 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 time. Let's let's please stand up and we we'll have a word of prayer. With your eyes closed, um, you really really want to be part of this community, because if you want, it'll be it will be way different than we have think it is. You may have been 
20, 30, 40 years just gaining knowledge, thinking that that was being part of uh, this community called church. And maybe today God has spoke to you and told you, it is not my son, but I love you. And I want you to start experience, and I want you to start experience real life. Our Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time and thank you for, because you're perfect. And, um, you know, it's not about what we want as humans or as pastors or as, as leaders. It's, it's about what you want for us. And you want us to experience life the best. You have told us that you have come and, and, and you want to give us life. And give us life in abundance. And you're not talking about money, but you're talking about relationship. You want to give us abundantly relationships. Please forgive us, Father, if we were, if we were thinking that we, were, we didn't need discipleship. Please forgive us if we were thinking that we don't need to give discipleship. Oh, please, Lord, allow us today to understand that this is not only because we are South City, but it's, it is one of the most special ways to develop as human beings. Thank you so much for your love. And thank you for, because you want us to live in community. And with your eyes closed, I, I, I'm going to invite our lead pastor to come and just finish this prayer. Father, thank you for what uh, Pastor Elvis has shared with us this morning. God, thank you for his challenge. Thank you for the truth that he's spoken from your word and the reality that even life without you screams of our need for you. That we try to make life work and, and, and even humanists, secularists even say, no, we need what you have already prescribed for our lives as believers. Help us to see it and learn and to know you, Jesus. With all that we are, that you may be Lord of all of our lives. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.